Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host like I am every week. I am back here with your boys. Your boys are back. We are ready to do this again tonight. We are into the second portion of the Laughing Stock Tournament. I know people have been very excited. A lot of buzz. A lot of buzz about the Laughing Stock Tournament. I've been hearing a lot about it from, from the listeners. Huge in China, like I told you it would be. Those Huge. Chinamen, they love tournaments. Can I can I say can I say Chinaman? Is that I, I don't is that think still? so. I think uh, <laughs> well, I did. I did. So I you were uh, like Chinese men and you just said it quickly. Mm, ah, fuck it, Chinaman. It's the Chinaman. They Anyways. love their tournaments. Uh, yeah. they, they, they love their gambling. So they're, they're really going at it with the laughing stock. We've been hearing all about it on social media. It's going off the hook. All right, boys. So we're going to get back to it uh, this week. We have a special guest who I'm going to get to in just a minute. Uh, but of course, we have to do our normal thing. We got to go around and talk to the players, get a little grip on what's going on with all our friends, all the people at the Movie Council podcast. And let's start it off with my boy, my, bri- my big bro, the COO, the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm on vacation this week. So, mm-hmm. you know, just relaxing, catching up on some stuff. Have, I do uh, have uh, what? Go ahead. I was going to say you're on vacation. Has any has a group of security thrown you out a window yet? Because you're on, <laughs> you're on vacation. <laughs> that has not happened. Getting <laughs> thrown out of a moving car, jaywalking. <laughs> that has not happened right. quite yet. But I, I've you know been I've been out about town. So a boy. You know, it may happen eventually, but yeah. uh, it's winding down. So maybe not. But I do have one question for you, TW. Mm. Are you ready to fucking rock and roll? <laughs> Do you realize I think we're the only two people that get that <laughs> reference? I'm gonna let everybody learn that one on their own. But AJ, yeah. good to have you back. You look great. Thank let's, you. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and let's talk to my social media mogul, another one of my big bros, the chief boy toy, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's up, man? Hey now. Uh, let me let me just immediately start off by uh, saying I for for the listeners. I apologize for last week. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot to let everyone know that you can find us on social media at Movie Council Pod. And if you get an email for us, you can send it to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. So I forgot to let you know that. Also, I was drunk as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew, yeah. I don't know what happened last week. I don't know. Yeah, DP, I don't know what happened to me either. I I didn't go out. I was just home drinking. I mean. Right? Yeah, I didn't feel like I drank any more than normal, you know? But, yeah, something. Should we? Do you want to unveil the new uh, soundbite that came from last week that I don't even remember? You want to wait on it? Oh, you mean. The, there was a new sound. Something happened last week. Did I you think say so. anything to AJ, maybe? Mm. AJ, like, 
fuck yourself. I have no recollection of that. Yeah, no, that's what happens. <laughs> well, I don't even know why I said AJ. I don't know why I said that. I don't apologize, but I don't know why I said that to you. But I've said worse. Anyways, um, that's true. DP, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to you in a minute. But of course, we gotta. You ready? AJDP, you ready? Oh yeah! Ready? Can we do this more than once tonight? We're, I think we're gonna, and I'm gonna mm. do it all. I'm gonna do it all like David Allen Boucher on Nighttime Magic. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> we are gonna swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, my security director, my art director, the handsome, southern, smooth talking gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? That was a good uh, swing it on down to Charlotte. You did mm. there. I was very good. Yeah, agreed. I'm getting, um, I'm getting I'm I'm getting the sultry vibe from you. That's, uh, I'm, that's I'm, I'm getting a chubby. <laughs> oh dear! Oh my! Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Um, I, like I mentioned earlier, though, I just found out that I lost my sense of smell, so that's some bullshit. Um, yeah. yeah. I had COVID for a little bit, kicked it. Uh, I had taste and smell while I was sick, so I just thought I, you know, dodged that bullet, and then uh, realized a few days ago that. It was like some delayed onset loss of smell. So I've been going through that. It feels weird not being able to smell anything, not your own farts, not pizza, not anything. It's kind of mm. bizarre, but I'll make it through it. And you still literally don't have it right now. You don't, you don't have nope. your, your smell. Nope. That's fucked can, up, yo. That's nothing. really weird. So not a, well, I'm happy to see you. You you look great. I mean, you look like a million bucks. Uh, like usual, your beard game is on point. I haven't uh, trimmed or shaved this thing in months. Why we can tell. Uh yeah. it looks outstanding. So um we're actually gonna stay right down in Charlotte. All right. I know everybody has got to be very excited for the the second appearance from our newest council member and our newest uh podcast member as well. We are gonna have an appearance tonight. From our boots on the ground. We never gave you a title, actually. So for right now, we're just going to say boots on the ground. Our boy, Mr. Andrew Harvey. How are you? Everything going Ooh, well? Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had an intro like that in my life. So <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. I've been on a three-month hiatus, and it feels good to be back. I also have some news. I don't think I mentioned this to anybody, but I officially met the HR representative of the movie council last week. Oh, oh for real. Oh, <laughs> wow. For real. You. for real. I may, I may be here as a mole. So, uh, you yeah, I know right now I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would ask you about it. Um, but my guess is the, the interaction was quite underwhelming. That, that is, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. <laughs> She's trying to pull me in and uh, hire me as part of her uh, HR team. So yeah, look, mm. I, I, I clearly have <laughs> yeah, no, steer axe clear. to, I clearly have no ax to grind, but fuck her. All right. That's, that's all, I'm saying. <laughs> oh. all right. Wait, what? Hey, Jay. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, well, Andrew, uh, it, it is great to have you back um, for your second appearance. We, we do you, need to work you. on an actual title for you we were supposed to do that last time weren't we what I was think, uh dp we didn't i put you on that yeah I think, yeah i dropped the ball there boys i'm sorry well, to, well, to uh, be fair, i said i would think about something as well and i completely yeah. forgot once we all got all right game. that's fine maybe, maybe uh maybe at movie council headquarters we can have a meeting discuss it this week and that's uh, like idea. our uh, yeah. trisha takanawa from family guy 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm so, standing here. <laughs> Um, so Andrew, we will get back to you in a minute because we do want to get an update on everything that's going on with you. But like usual, we do have a few housekeeping items to take care of. DP, what do you got this week, buddy? Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I got some stuff. Uh, first of all, so I remember last week we got an email from a new listener, Dwayne Brock. Love that. And we asked him to uh, get back to us and let him, let us know what movie he's in, and he did get back to us and. Fucking Dwayne Brock's down the place. So uh, I'm actually excited by this email. He says, Hey guys, another great show. I am officially hooked. DP, sorry for getting your name wrong, but I have to ask if there is another way you got that name. <laughs> or is it just like what it sounded like and you are a gay and just really like it? Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's actually uh, kind of both. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Like like a homo. I, li- I love that. I love that. He's a He's homo. A <laughs> but no, it, it's actually my initials, of Dan- Daniel Patrick. So, uh, but it, it's both. Uh, I sh- <laughs> he goes on to say, I should have been more specific about the movie I was sort of in. While I don't actually make a physical appearance. I am referenced a few times by my sister, Michelle, who actually does feature in the film, as an officer of the law, which I am. Can you name the movie I'm in? If not, I'll give you another clue next week, as I am already looking forward to future episodes. So, hmm. What the hell? I'm liking Wait. this. this is, we yeah. we got to guess his movie, and he'll give us clues. This is kind of okay. fucking awesome. I DP, like it. Thank DP, you, Wayne. DP, can great. you can you uh, can you read that hint one more time? Okay, sure. He says, uh, "Sister, <clears throat> I don't actually make a physical appearance. I am referenced a few times by my sister Michelle, a wonder, who actually does feature in the film a as an Mich- officer of the law, which I am." So now we got to figure out: is it is it Michelle Rock? It, well, it, so, so the sisters, it, the sisters it, in the film playing a cop. Oh no, no he's a cop. He's but a cop. No, but references he like my brother, the cop, a lot in the film. Oh, oh okay, 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 right? Okay. Like, okay. and is Michelle her real life name or the character's name? Uh, that's another good question. It so sounds like it sounds like a little research, boys. It sounds like it's her. It's her real name. Yeah. Hmm. So, Michelle right, Brock right. fictionals and Tommy Boy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. um, I didn't see the parentheses there, so that yeah. makes sense. All right. You so know, the, the game is on. Right, we're gonna look up some Michelle's. We're gonna find some movies where they have brothers that are cops. We're gonna fucking figure this Wait, out. So so I wonder if he's mentioned like his first name is mentioned. Like my brother Dwayne is a cop. Ooh, or Andrew, something. Andrew, you know what'd I mean? you say about Tommy Boy? That, that Michelle who's good. in that? There is a the character. There's a character named Michelle Brock in Tommy Boy. Dude, Julie that might, Warner. Be, that might be it because uh, in Tommy Boy, Chris Farley's character starts uh, talking with that girl that he's sweet on, and he mm-hmm. he talks about his brother. Like, man, we used to go do blah 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 back in the woods. What's he up to now? He's like, he's, he's a, a cop. cop. He's a yeah, cop. Di- and didn't she didn't Holy she get shit. the didn't she get the, like the information on Rob Lowe and the other girl from her brother cop? That's how she I figured think out so. how that they were that they were actually Dude, married, that might and not be it. brother and son. Yeah, hmm. Julie huh. Julie Warner is the real the real person. 
playing Michelle Brock. Interesting. But he says, he says, he's he's referenced a few times by my sister Michelle. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing maybe it's Michelle Brock from Tom, maybe saying like he was the inspiration for that cop brother, maybe? Maybe. I know, Dwayne. Now you're gonna let us know. We're yeah. gonna go with Tommy Boy. We in agreement. First guest. Yeah. All right. First Our guest. First Tommy guess, first guess if we're wrong, we'll take another clue. Yeah. Yes. Please. I, I'm already in love with this game. This is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Anybody yeah. else who's listening, if you've ever been in any movie in any <laughs> form, just throw yeah. that shit at us. Or if you just or if you just got some trivia you want to throw at us, anything yeah. right yeah. into the podcast. Well, we yeah. we always say that we're going to read whatever you send us. So That's, yeah, that, yeah. We, we've made that clear. I think we've made that very clear. Speaking of which, GP, can I just throw this out there really quick? Because I was talking Please. to our 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 trademark favorite listener Rachel the other day, mm-hmm. and and trademark I, she did trademark <laughs> favorite listener and awesome. um, or biggest fan. I forget what the fuck she trademarked, but either way, I'm fairly certain that she has sent bearded thigh tickler 69 like off into the wilderness or something like that we haven't heard from that motherfucker in forever i was gonna say can we get this rivalry back brewing here i think it's over well did you get did they maybe because we 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 ended a season we started a new season you know that means you know you guys got to pick up the pace here get get back to emailing us they we took three weeks off maybe they went on to uh Another Maybe podcast. They found, a, they they found another I'm, podcast. I'm, they, they found a less entertaining podcast to listen to. Yeah, that's, that's, because, the, only, yeah, that's, that's the only possibility. More entertaining podcast. Oh, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that Bearded Thigh Tickler tucked his tail between his legs and ran off into the sticks of Kentucky or wherever the fuck he lives right now. I mean, isn't that all Kentucky is? Is the sticks? I believe uh, so. Yeah. Marky and Andrew, you could probably you're, tell me. You're, like, you're, I, I, I want justified. I know. Why don't yeah. you try? Why don't you start egging him on a little bit? <laughs> exhibit a what, right what have we been doing yeah. <laughs> i know <laughs> a- andrew harvey um, can you speak to the sticks of kentucky have you ever have you ever been i can there? actually my brother lived in lexington kentucky for a little bit okay oh. and so i have been there i've driven through it before i will say the one thing it's good for is the kentucky bourbon trail and mm, uh yes uh, that 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 in the uh, University of Kentucky basketball, I guess. But let me ask you, you were marking this question. I, I, I a friend of mine actually was in Kentucky for something. I forget what. I don't know, there's like five things you can go to Kentucky for, but uh, she was there. And at one point, her and her friends got lost, and they end up on this like farm, and they got chased off by a guy with a shotgun. Does that shock you in the least? No, that can happen not in North in Carolina or South Carolina. <laughs> In fact, it has happened. I think that happened in Chelmsford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Marky said, that's not too far off from if you knock on the wrong door here in North Carolina. Or if you park on the wrong side of the road at someone's property. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's well, so, something similar has happened to us before. Anyway, uh, anybody got anything? They got uh, DP. Do you have anything? Do you uh, have one of those whatever stupid game you like to play? I didn't mean stupid. Whoa, whoa, I whoa, did not whoa. mean that. I've had a but long there, week. Really fun game you like to play. They, they, well, there's a new segment that is yeah. sweeping the nation. Nay, sweeping the globe. All over the world, people are in love with... Oh, my God, he was in that? The great okay. new segment that the Movie Council does. And I got one for you guys. Should be, uh, oh, my God, he slash she was in that. 
Yeah, well, this is actually... Don't get fucking woke on me, bro. Yeah. Right? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God, whoa. the they were in that, all right? <laughs> yeah, whatever pronoun you're comfortable with was in that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could be an actress. <laughs> uh, I, I knocked it. I actually dropped DP for a four count right there. You're right. <laughs> AJ, He's the one seat. supposed to be talking us through this. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry, Marcus. Apologize. apologize. All right. Uh, DP. All right, so... Uh, you guys remember the movie Panic Room with Jodie Foster? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, like Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto. Great flick. She has a young teenage daughter in that movie. Mm. That young teenage daughter played by Kristen Stewart. Huh. Right. I remember oh my that. Oh, God. She was in that, right? I totally oh, didn't realize that was fucking Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, she was like sickly. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Well, she she still uh, is, but uh, well, I mean the the character was the, the have you seen her? Um, but Jesus, what can AJ? I do, can I do one last? She's a, she's thing? a good actress. Yeah, give yeah, us I, I want to do one thing as well. Uh, okay, so go ahead. I I um, if everyone hates it, we'll cut it out. Obviously, I edit it. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> all right. So I found that this is a, one of those like. Uh, movie details that are fucking amazing that I had never noticed before and I gotta admit I didn't figure this out on my own I actually started on TikTok a week ago um, you got everyone remembers the movie Jurassic Park hmm. the original uh, which one was that uh, it was about on, the it, it was about the dinosaurs there was dinosaurs Marky, in God, it? damn it okay Marky. <laughs> Oh, all right, so Jurassic Park and, Island. Like, the, the big twist in the movie is like they get there and like, oh, all the dinosaurs are female, so they can't they can't mate. And so that's how we know we can control them. And then of course, you know, life um finds, finds a way, way. <laughs> as Goldblum puts it. But they tip that off at the very fucking beginning of the movie. If you watch uh, at the beginning. They're flying in on the helicopter and uh, they kind of hit some turbulence and start bouncing, right? And all uh -huh. the characters, Goldblum and everyone else, they grab their seatbelts, they click in on their seatbelts, and the one guy, kind of the, the main guy, goes to grab his seatbelt and he's got like two of the same end. Yeah. And so Grant. he just ties it in a knot around his waist. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, he had the two female ends of the seatbelt, but still found a way to make it work as a seatbelt. So they were like scissoring or something? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Scissor me timber. Fucking, they tipped the whole fucking life will uh, find a way thing at the fucking very beginning with the two female ends of the seatbelt. Yeah, I mean, because that was, I that mean, that was fucking brilliant. I mean, I just yeah. can't believe I never noticed it. And yeah. then having it pointed out that is fucking genius i never what noticed it was two that. female ends i always just thought that he couldn't fit, work the seatbelt. well i mean <laughs> dp i'm not i mean i'm i'm shocked that you didn't figure that out because jurassic park is such a deep movie hey, and hey. there's so much really to <laughs> unpack in jurassic park but no that, hey, that, you that is admit, thank you that fucking two female ends of the seatbelt. that's pretty good and DP, he makes what? it work TP is fucking pretty badass. What were you doing on TikTok? Looking for thirst traps or what, what was going on that day? Um, honestly, it's a whole bunch of fucking like comic book TikTok. 
that I watch. I'll talk about Marvel movies. And yeah. Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier. <laughs> I'm, I'm about 90% thirst traps on my TikTok yeah. following, just so you guys know. <laughs> I was for a while, but then like, I fell into to nerd TikTok, and that's all I'm at now. So. <laughs> Can I can I do one thing really quick and then I swear we'll move no, on. No, let's we'll move get on. Into, we'll get into How's, I'm, I'm DP. Uh, I'm sorry. DB. Sorry. Um, can I do a real quick? Um, and I'm gonna say it right this time, DP. In case you want to uh, soundbite this one for the future, because okay. I want to do my own under the radar pick of the week. I want to do that real quick. All right. Come on. I watched this movie. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good segment. It you is. Know? I like it too. What do you want to do, Tom? Oh, you, you want me to do it again? So you're the pick of the week. <laughs> See, it's under the I said it wrong. It's under yeah. the radar. All right. Oh, I watched dude, this movie I last prefer... night. That was my yeah. underrated pick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a I good was, segment. Yeah. I was I was trying to kill Thanks, some time. Marky. I was trying to Love kill you, some man. time before the uh, the. I, it's a great segment, uh, AJ. I'll just say it was it was funnier when I, I mocked did. it. That's all. Yeah. Um, um i was trying to kill some time before the draft last night so i I, I threw on a movie i had done like a search on rotten tomatoes and i found this movie on netflix called paddleton and it's uh mark duplass and ray romano um and it's just it, it first of all it's really sad it's a really sad movie. It's 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 supposed to be a comedy, uh, but if you go around Tomatoes, I think it, there's only like 45 critics reviews, but it's I think around 90%. Same with the audience reviews, but right around 90%. It's sad, but it's really unbelievably well acted um, between Ray Romano and Mark Duplass. It's just basically these two dudes who are really good friends. They met because they live in this small little apartment together. Ray Romano lives above Mark Duplass. They became friends and Mark Duplass... Uh, this isn't giving anything away. This is the plot of the movie. He gets um, diagnosed with incurable cancer and he wants to take the, his doctor prescribed him like the drug to, you know, end it, but they have to drive like six hours to a pharmacy that will actually fill it because they have a lot of, you know, uh, religious, they live in like kind of like a religious kind of area. So anyways, they go on like a little trip and they come back. It's really, it's sad, but it's, it's, it's like I said, really well acted. There's some the writing in the movie is really, really brilliant, and uh, it's really good. Again, uh, if you're gonna watch it, I would suggest you if you're feeling suicidal before you watch it, hide the sharp objects in your uh, in, in your place. Uh, but it's good. I, I would check it out if you guys get bored. It's only about ninety minutes, uh, but it's good. Solid flick. Hey, du- Duplass, yeah. I'll watch anything he's in. He's awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll watch anything he's in. And you know what, Ray Romano. He's been making a bit of a, a comeback. He was in The Big Sick. He was awesome he's, in The Big he's Sick. He's got some acting chops on Dude, he's a good and, actor. He's and have you seen um, the show on HBO with Kristen Milioti? And he, he plays her father. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, Made for Love, it's called. Oh, I haven't. No. He's, yeah, he's half, it's eight episodes, half hour each. It's a comedy. Um, it, it's freaking hilarious. She's great in it. And he's awesome in it. Yeah, that's uh, so. Just just throwing it out there. It's not bad. Again, it's not one of those ones I'd go out of my way to see, but it's uh, it's good, Marky. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, if we're talking about underrated picks of the week, I got a quick one. Um, <laughs> under the radar. Underrated under the, pick what, of the week. What did I say? Under the under the weather pick of the week. <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> my underrated pick of the week. Um, my underrated pick of the week. Actually, this I did find this one when I was uh, in my quarantine during my little 
COVID hiatus. Um, the movie's called Cold Skin. came out in 2017. I found it on Amazon Prime, and I enjoyed it just because I had never heard of it, and I was guessing the whole time what the fuck was going on. But it's set in, like, oh... Uh, like 1915 like just before world war one and this guy goes to be like a weather observer at this remote like arctic circle uh, uh lighthouse and he meets this other guy that he's supposed to be replacing and then the first night he's there they start getting attacked by these like man-like creatures that come crawling out of the sea and then every night they have to uh barricade in this lighthouse and just fight these monsters that come crawling out of the sea and it's very bizarre mm-hmm. and just like like i said never heard of it um not a very deep movie but interesting premise i think it was based on a novel um very strange quite violent so you know i liked it cold skin was the name of that one good amazon prime gotcha nice all right and that was your that was my Candle underrated weather. pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come full circle. All I'm, right, tra- so- I'm telling you, this is going to be uh, based thing. on that soundbite. It's a thing. And what's it's going, it's going to be a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is, it is a thing. All right, boys. Um, so got all that out of the way. Got the intros out of the way. The housekeeping out of the way. I feel good about that. But we got to talk to our special guest our newest council member, Mr. Andrew Harvey. What's been going on with you lately, man? And for, for anybody who didn't listen to the uh, the last the episode that Andrew was in in season two, um, and Andrew is a legit dude who works in movies. Can you believe that shit? We sit around and talk shit about movies all the time. He he actually is in movies. He uh, worked for Annapurna for, for a, a, a while, right, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, Eight and a half uh, years. Eight and a half years at Annapurna. So he's, he's worked on some big films, some uh, award-winning films. Uh, he's done pretty much everything from, like, fucking office manager to plugging shit in to, like, what, have you had a producer credit yet? Or Oh, yeah, yeah. I've so had, he, had a couple. Yeah. Yeah, homeboy has done it all. So um, he's been off doing some shit. Why don't you update us? What, what's your what's your latest project? What's sure. going on with you? Well, thanks for having me back after a course, three month man. hiatus. Feels good to be back. Uh, I do have a quick suggestion. I was just thinking of this. It's kind of like I'm listening to the podcast, but I'm watching it live and I get to see your faces. <laughs> it's kind of great. It's like yeah. I think Bill Burr on Monday Morning Podcast does a live version of that for people. So I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, this would be great to see live sometime. Like, oh, we're an uh, audience. Once you guys get bigger and then you're just right. able to zoom in. <laughs> yeah, I, I do save the video feed. So I we, we, we could post this up on YouTube or, you know. Yeah, yeah lots, 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 of, lots of people do that with their podcasts. So Stream on Instagram live, if, if yeah. you will, and something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't know why that came to me, but I was just kind of cracking up thinking about that. I think people would have a good time. But yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been up in Canada up in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. So I got back, well, it's been three weeks now, but I was up there, uh, yeah, producing a project or I was one of the producers involved on a feature film. So we shot during COVID times and um, I got out of there just in time. Luckily, I think literally the day or the day before I left, uh, the government started shutting everything down again. Oh, sure. Because Canada always had a good handle on the virus, but then they got, I think it was like the Brazil variant and yeah. it's kind of got out of control. So um, we were able to shoot the whole movie with no shutdowns, no issues, luckily. And, uh, and then, yeah, selfishly, I got out of there right when everything kind of closed down. It was crazy because the process you have to go through just to get into the country 
And then when I went up there was like sometime mid-February, I believe, and everything here was still closed down. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't been to like a bar in a year. And then you have to quarantine for two weeks and we get out and I'm with my business partner and friend uh, who Marky also knows and we get out and it's like kid in a candy shop. We're like, <laughs> Man, we could go to a bar. Like we could sit in that <laughs> an actual bar and like you know, socialize with people. So oh, shit. it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but Vancouver's beautiful city, small, small little movie, um, which I'll get yeah. into in a minute. But okay, I was about to ask, like, I don't want to cut you off, but you can talk about the movie, right? And like what the project's about and who's in it and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was nice. released. Um, it was there's an article, a press release in Hollywood Reporter that gives a little bit about it. But it's basically a it's based on a Swedish novel called The Room. And we obviously couldn't call it The Room because uh, <laughs> we all know why. Because yeah. it's a fantastic movie already called The Room. Yeah. A masterpiece. <laughs> oh, you yeah. You're going to name another movie The Godfather, you know? Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so this one was, yeah, that, for, that was a good running joke on Seth, but for obvious reasons, couldn't call it The Room. So it's called Corner Office um and it's a i mean the log line is very hard to uh to describe i'm not very good at pitching it my partner who's um who mark like i said marky knows he can he, he gives a much more impassioned uh pitch than i do but it's played basically by a um an office bureaucrat who gets a new job and when he goes into his new office space he's kind of this eccentric genius and what he discovers is he discovers this room which basically turns out to be this really really nice office and he goes into that office to find a place to do his work and escape um and to yeah it it, it's it's i don't know again it's very hard to describe but when he goes into this place he basically gets stuff done it's like his refuge um but his co-workers don't see him going into his office his co-workers think he's just a crazy guy and it serves as kind of a metaphor for you know where we go in our heads during um you know tough times or uh, where, where we want to go to like just drone ourselves out. Um, so the, the whole, the whole hook here is, you know, does this office actually exist or not? Ah. Because he's kind of a crazy guy. It's very kind of like Charlie Kaufman esque, you know, yeah, that's a really, um, yeah. that's what it reminds me of the description. Yeah. And it is classified as a dark comedy. It's probably a, a little more dramatic than that, but um yeah, it was it was shot directed by an Academy Award winning director who did a short film called The New Tenants, uh, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And his name is Joachim Bach. He's a Danish filmmaker. Um, cool. So we had him and the uh, pal who is a legendary cinematographer who shot The Pianist, who is nominated for an Oscar. He's a uh, Polish and he's worked yeah. with some of the top end people out there. Yeah, one of my um, favorites. Yeah, we have a um, a composer that is very you know very highly regarded. Has won a lot of Oscars. He's not quite in yet, but we're hoping to get him. And then uh, it was starring uh, the main guy is uh, John Hamm. So oh, awesome, um, you Big know, bacon. Yeah, Don <laughs> Draper, otherwise known as John Hamm, because I think he deserves to be called Don Draper. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I could not agree more. <laughs> I really couldn't. So yeah, he, he's on as the lead and he, I mean, he is the movie. It's a character piece, you know, it's all about him inside of his own head. And um, it's very, very wild, but I do believe everyone here would really like it. It's uh, yeah. You've also, uh, there was also um, 
what's the uh, guy's name from Community? Is his last name? Oh, Pudi? Uh, Danny, Danny Pudi. Pudi. Yeah, yeah that guy's hilarious. Yeah, funny yeah. guy. Yeah, also see, I also see it's on IMDb here. So I also see mm-hmm. there's a Sarah Gadon. Sarah Gadon. Yeah. So she was in this movie Enemy that yeah was really cool with Jake Gyllenhaal. So yeah, yeah. Enemy's fantastic. Oh. Yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and she was she was great too. I mean, the cast crushed it. They all played off each yeah. other really well. Um, I mean, you know, like I say, it's a John Hamm vehicle. So he is mm-hmm. like the guy. Yeah, he's the whole story, and everyone played off him really well. Um, and so, yeah, Danny Pudi's amazing. Sir Gadon's amazing. They had big parts in it. And then, and then there's a guy who plays the boss, and his name is Christopher Hyredale. Um, he he had a big TV show. Can't believe it's escaping my mind right now, but he's very well known in theater circles, and I think he lives up in Canada too. He was I every movie I do, I pick my uh, MVP supporting role, and he was mine in this movie. So oh, nice, fantastic. Well, here's in Ten Star. Yeah. So. It's uh yeah, and we're still in post production, and we're going out to festivals right now. So, oh, that's doing. awesome! You're already yeah, going to festivals. Well, not not it's not in yet, but we're uh, taking it out for submission to Cannes, Venice, and the Toronto Film Festival. Okay, um, I'll say this: like Andy said, there's a IMDP page, and if you click on all cast and crew, click on producer, and there it is, Andrew there you Harvey. Have it. Andrew Harvey. <laughs> Nice. Oh man, I'm getting some publicity in for the movie on this. So uh, nice. we'll yeah. this, is, this is your this is your speaking <laughs> this, this tour. This movie's gonna be huge in China, baby. <laughs> um, let me ask you though. I got a question. You said yeah. that um, the composer you still hadn't locked that one guy in yet. So mm-hmm. th- that is uh, um, ha- something that happens in post production. Then just the overlay of the soundtrack after. Yeah, for the oh, it makes sense part. to me. No yeah. headshot on IMDb. Come on. Oh yeah, I can't do it. I hate I hate pictures of myself. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have some pretty excruciating IMDb pictures of them, like you know, like acting like they're posing on set. You yeah. know, acting like they're doing right. something, and it's like I know that. I'm like I know that person. I know that that's a setup shot. Yeah. So I gotta like, find one. I need to do that. But what's that little like handheld director's lens? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm talking about the, yeah. the eyepiece. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Only. Only Paul Thomas Anderson can pull that off. If you're anyone else, oh, yeah. you should just leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any official headshots. I should find one, but I, yeah, I tend to avoid it just because when I see a picture of myself, I'm like, oh. I <laughs> can, I, can I sidetrack real quick? Yeah. I just want to take a quick sidetrack and I apologize. But all right. So this was an argument I heard between some people not too long ago. I think it was a year or so ago when, uh, or whenever, two years ago when the Bruins played the Blues in the uh the Stanley Cup finals and there's an argument who was the bigger star uh John Ham or uh what's your name Pam Beasley from the office Jenna uh, Fisher oh Jenna yeah, Fisher, Fisher yeah. who who's the bigger star and like one argument is like well way more people recognize Jenna Fisher if you stop 100 people on the street they're more likely to recognize Jenna Fisher but it, like to me, John Ham's a bigger start, right? Has Jenna Fisher ever been number one on the call sheet? Uh, maybe she's done something independent and smaller, right? that but like John Ham's seen, but... been number one on the call oh, yeah, sheet yeah, multiple yeah. times. I'll, so, say, I'll yeah. say this: if he's you're the gonna... bigger star, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, from a yeah. from a from a yes. industry perspective, if you're gonna sell the movie and you're gonna sell it on a name, John Ham's gonna fetch way more money than right. Jennifer so, sure. right. so yeah, See, the, the, that's how I, I mean, feel. We're, we're like gonna talk. Oh no, you know, Jenna Fisher's way more recognizable, but 
Well, wait, wait, I don't wait, think wait. that makes her the bigger wait, star. Does what, it? what? What did that have to do with the Bruins and the? Oh, because like uh, John a John was fan. a fan of one team, and she was a fan of the other, or uh, whatever. Yeah, oh, right. but you, yeah. Jenna Fisher, that's her name, right? They're yeah. probably playing like, that up on NBC, right? I don't know something. why yeah, we're. Exactly. I don't know why we're uh, going down this rabbit hole, but I don't uh, know either. Uh, Sorry, I think, <laughs> I I think uh, way too much tonight. <laughs> for her to be uh, as recognized <laughs> as you say. I think it would have to be a photo of her and Pam Beasley outfit at her desk in the office. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I mean, we're going to talk about a movie tonight that Jenna Fisher was in, but she was not the top of the right. call sheet. No. It was she was fucking awesome. John C. Riley. You know? Andrew, can, Andrew, can I ask you a question? So being in Canada doing this movie, was it, and I know you said like it was, everything was really different. Was, was everybody masked up the whole time? Was it like one of those? Oh, yeah. Situ- yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, they're pretty. It depends on what your involvement is, but there's like the unions that control the, you know, the acting unions, the, the uh, IATSE. Like you have all the unions that protect all the employees, and they would come in and, uh, you know, would just show up randomly on set. And there are certain protocols you have to follow, such as staying in certain zones. So it's like zone one or zone A is the actor, director, cinematographer, the people who are intimately involved in the scene at the time, and they have to be maskless, you know. And then you have zone two, where certain people have to be 10 feet away from those people. Um, and they're kind of like second, and you know, people who come in right when you're done with the take and they wipe the set or, you know, you know whatever they need to do. Hmm. Um, but yeah, from cast to certain crew members, you're tested two, three days a week. Um, yeah. You have to have double mask on. Um, there's all kinds of craziness. I mean, there's a whole industry within the industry now that's all about health and wellness. I was just going to ask, COVID. are there new employees now because of that? Oh, yeah. And the, the, the worst part is it eats into your budget because it is not cheap to run all these PCR right. tests every day. Oh, damn, lab, right. And you got to hire a separate safety officer. So you have one person who's specifically hired Probably. for set just to like walk up and be like, you guys need to stand 10 feet apart and oh, geez, wear your mask. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. And yeah, you don't having having cool. to police that is a pain in the ass. I mean, oh, yeah. I get it. But yeah, yeah. that's, I, oh man, safety yeah. officers. And, and the unions, they have the authority. They could just shut you down. If yep. they feel like one Safety of their officers like, members are, yeah, if they feel like your members are in danger, they'll just, they'll report it and mm-hmm. you'll get shut down. Um, so we were very, very lucky to get by because we heard of some other productions in the area who were getting shut down. Um, but it, you know, I think a lot of times they have to show up and poke at a couple things. Yeah, and to the- make their paycheck worth it. Exactly. And the health and safety guy that you have on set sometimes ends up becoming friends with all the crew members. So he doesn't want to like narc on people either. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, John so, Ham, might I get a ticket? <laughs> want to so, go catch some grub? Go to the, yeah. Hey, John Ham, go to the Sizzler? Yeah. <laughs> My tree is <Hey>, shooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it's always a little bit of, a little more anxiety and, you know, more money you got to spend. And it just, sets are already, I think we talked about this last time, like a pressure cooker of, yeah. time long, long you know, time is money yeah m- long hours anxiety so i can't imagine like what some of these bigger budget films because this is this is a small cast right smaller crew probably and yeah this is lower to mid mid level yeah. yeah so i so. can't even imagine like like a tenant production or something like all the stuff that went on there like oh man or, or uh tom cruise with his mission impossible 4 and him yeah. blowing up on some yeah. or mission <laughs> yeah, impossible yeah, 18 yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh right right that felt right. exactly yeah <clears throat> which right, i, I gotta, actually agree with him on that but 
Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so was totally right. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we backed him up on this podcast. I mean, because, I mean, he had a point, you know, regardless of how you feel, whether he staged it or not. I mean, he had a point. Still that, right. Like, yeah. I mean, either way, if, he's right. Yes, he's absolutely right. Because if some asshole uh, breached their safety protocols and gave, gave everyone COVID, then there's like hundreds of people out of work for, yeah. you know, right. you're ruining it for at everybody. At least a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a, uh, question for Andrew. Um, I'm sure you have to say this in a PR style, but what were, what was like, what was John Hamm like? John Hamm, is he cool? Is oh, he as cool yeah. as Dom Draper? Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was interesting because I think when you, when you would have an idea behind the scenes of how a movie got put together and how he got involved, I think mm-hmm. kind of lends credence a little bit to um, the way certain people will like act or behave sometimes. Super, super cool. Um, but definitely just like to himself, seemed over it, ready to, you know, get the day done and move on. Very professional. You know, mm-hmm. he brought mm-hmm. it to he's really good. Now, also the guy that his character is, is kind of this weird eccentric in his own head, sort of an asshole. And so I think a lot of it was him just staying in that. It's just method. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so well, even there wasn't. He, I was going to say, even if he's not, do, I mean, I, I'm speculating here, but like, even if he's not necessarily doing quote unquote, the method acting style, he's still playing that guy for yeah. how yeah. many hours a day. And then he's just going to be like, Hey, I'm happy. Go lucky John Ham now. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna say sometimes there's, you know, actors that you really like you go out with a lot and you hang out with outside of set, you know, and um, are, are those kind of people. But I think, you know, a guy like him, he's like a megastar and he's been through the rodeo for the past 25 years. It's he you know, he's done and seen it all. So I don't I don't think he really cares. We did we did kind of talk about, you know, he hated having to quarantine for two weeks and that really Ugh. brought him down. And yeah. then he had to go right from quarantine right into playing this role. And when you're the guy and the whole movie's on you and you're in every frame, it brings a, you know, brings about a lot of stress. But mm-hmm. uh, when we burden. did talk, he was very pleasant, very nice. We, we were hoping to kind of hang out with him a little more, but we got him a, uh, he's a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan, uh, St. Louis sports fan because he's from the area. So we got him a um, St. Louis, like a signed St. Louis baseball from an, from an old pitcher from like the 80s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. not a huge baseball fan so i can't even remember his name sadly but he was pretty pretty stoked about that um that's, tight. That, that's, that's all yeah that's, that's really cool yeah so can, he can, oh, go oh ahead. sorry no, no 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 keep going sorry no no i was just gonna say uh he's other than that like there wasn't unfortunately a whole lot of conversation was it, was it raleigh fingers no that was a he was a brewer wasn't he raleigh fingers no oh, the baseball player i have no idea <laughs> no no i don't remember yeah because he's like he's like my age, Oz, I think. Ozzy Smith, one of the Don greatest cards. And he was a pitcher, DP. Oh, Chris hey, Carpenter. Can, uh, can I just throw this um, out there, DP? What? Um, can Can I just throw this out there real quick? And, and this doesn't have anything to do with what really what you were doing in Canada, but you're talking about a um, uh, John Hamm movie where he's really in his head. Have you guys seen the John Hamm episode of Black Mirror? Yes. Oh, which one's that? It's, oh a, it's like it's God. a Christmas. It's a Christmas special. It's the for me the best fucking Black Mirror. I, don't know if I saw of that. All, oh my God! And it is 
it's basically kind of an episode about being in John Hamm's head. Hmm. Um, his character, it, it's so good. Oh, for yes. if, yes. yeah, if anybody, any yeah. listeners haven't, Black, Black Mirror has it, it has its ups and downs. It has, its yeah, ups, but this is a slick, ep- this is a slick episode, Ooh, and it's like two hours long. It's really, it's, it's a really special, bad. it's like a Christmas special. I it's think. badass. It's all they're all on Netflix. Check them out, they're so fucking good. The John Hamm one's the best one, so. yeah, it's pretty but slick, that, yeah. But that's one where I, I won't get too into the plot, but it's something that's this, this thing that's going on where he's kind of under the radar interrogating this guy it, it's really really badass so yeah um, but that goes to show like like what you were talking about for this movie how professional he is i see him in roles like that and i see him in roles like the town and i remember him from uh mad men and he does and, and again i've never obviously never met the guy in person or worked with him but he just does seem just like the consummate professional he's yeah. also oh, got yeah. crazy comedy chops too yeah oh yeah he's a funny yeah. dude oh yeah yeah he's absolutely great like, like um unbreakable kimmy schmidt yeah, yep, yep, yep. He's right, awesome sure. in that. Yeah. He, he uh, can do that bride, deadpan like just, bridesmaids. Yeah, funny as well. Yeah, yeah. He's a really, really funny. Guy. He's, he's got in, great um, comedy. Chops. Very talented. He's in a what's it called? A Baby Driver too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. These guys didn't care for it. Oh really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I like Baby Driver. I liked it. I didn't dislike it at all. Like, yeah, I I enjoyed it. But it's not one I I'd go back to either though. Yeah, but not I a fan, but I'm a definitely a John Hamm fan. Yeah, I, I yeah, do so. have um, another question for Andrew mm-hmm. regarding this project. Um, so, in my limited knowledge of like film, like production, um, sometimes you see like behind the scenes, like uh, there's like big platters of food for like catering and mm-hmm. stuff. Be- because of COVID, was that still going on? Or you had to like bring your own sandwich to work? Was was yeah, up with that? Yeah, what's up with craft services yeah. during craft services? Yeah. Yeah. No, they had they had actually it was it was very good craft services um, this time. But it is they staggered uh, like kind of lunch for people, so it'd be like mm. ten people go now, and ten minutes later, ten people go now, and then yeah, you wait in line, and it's like everyone's like ten feet apart, and there's like sticker. You know, it's really kind of weird. Um, it's the worst. So yeah, they did they did have it, and it was. Yeah, it was it was actually really good. I mean, that's one of my uh, selfishly favorite parts about movie sets is uh, craft <laughs> services and the lunches yeah. you receive. You're like, yeah. yes, bring it all up. <laughs> you gain, um, you will gain ten pounds in two and a half months on a movie set easily because it's, Damn. you know, twelve to fourteen, fifteen hour days. Really, really good food. It's whatever you want, and then by the time you get your day or two off, everyone just goes out and goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Drinking. you you're in kind of a you're in a blur for a while. But, um, you know, it's worth it, obviously, once you get across the finish line. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, Andrew, let me ask you this. Is, uh, no, so, no, GP, oh, go ahead. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. is there a, uh, like, estimated release date? Uh, you got a certain date you're shooting for for release? Um, not yet. That all depends on how the next approach, how the, the strategy goes for the next approach, which is mm-hmm. right now we have a number of agencies like United Talent Art. uh, United Talent, CAA, William Morris, like all the big ones who want to sell it. Um, Mm -hmm. And you could decide whether you bring them on now and they take it to all the festivals or you could take it to the festivals, showcase the film and then sell it or bring on, you know, a sales agent in. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll probably go with one of the big agencies. And uh, yeah, we're we're still editing. In fact, I have received, I've watched two cuts of it already and I will say it lives up to it. It's, It's super interesting. So... We'll see. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. AJ, AJ what, you, question? what do you got? Yeah, I was going to say, you were saying they're editing now, okay. so you're in post-production. Um, what is what is your um, role in post-production? Do you have a... Uh, in this one, absolutely nothing, but okay. watch the cuts <laughs> and give notes. Okay. So, you, so, <laughs> so that's, that's not a bad job. Too. You get to you get to keep, you know, watch it, send your feedback and... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We weren't because this had to be in order to capture the Canadian tax credit, it has to go through a Canadian production company. Now, mm-hmm. to be fair, the Canadian production company were kind of the uh, the, the lead producers on this. Mm-hmm. So they they were the ones who brought us into the loop. So okay. they're the ones who kind of deal with the more day to day right now. But um, I have seen what's called the assembly, which is the very first rough edit that the editor himself puts together. And then it goes through a few weeks of what's called the director's cut. Then the director puts his version together. And so I have seen both the assembly and director's cut. And then I just got a festival version after sending out pretty soon uh, to one of the big festivals. So I've seen the movie in two different iterations, probably three times. So I've seen it like six or seven times already. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Andrew, how did you... The uh, director's how, cut. Andrew, how did, yeah. how did you get uh, brought on to this project? Uh, so my business partner, good friend, um, Oliver Ridge, we have a little company together and I don't think I harped on this Mm-mm. before. I think I maybe briefly mentioned it, but yeah, we started a little, uh, media company, which I can't believe I haven't even talked about, but it's called space pilot media. Mm-hmm. And, um, and on space pilots, we are developing financing and producing just different projects. And this one came across our table from a mutual producer friend of ours mm-hmm. who was like, Hey guys, this is. The pieces, like John Ham was already attached. You know, the pieces were kind of already put in place. They're like, they need some help on this one. What do you think? And we read the scripts. We saw who was involved. You know, we did frame the numbers. We did the whole analysis. And we were like, this is fantastic. First and foremost, just from a, the first thing I always think about and look at is, you know, the creative. Does it resonate with you? Would this be a movie you right. watch? Is it cool? It's definitely weird. It's definitely different, but in a very good way. So when we read it, we were like, holy shit, this is wild. Like we, <laughs> we have to yeah. do this. Yeah. So that's how, and then, and then you, from there, you just have conversations and you get involved in the capacity that, that you're needed um, and go from there. So this, this happened quickly. Like after we got off the first podcast, I don't think, I think I had read the script or we had started talking about it and it fell through. So it fell through once and then it was out of mind. And then it came back like three weeks later and we were like, great so i was supposed to go then it fell through and i was bummed and then it came back and then when it came back i mean we didn't even have the deal done completely by the time we flew to vancouver we just were risk we decided to like oh wow just get there and get it done there and if we don't well we're in vancouver for a vacation for a little while yeah great city man <laughs> love vancouver yeah. i've been there a couple times oh, it's awesome. absolutely yeah. so that's yeah it's kind of you know projects come together in many different ways what we're trying to do as a company is develop our own ideas from the from the ground up because that's how you have more ownership as a producer sure oh, yeah we we won't shy away from co-production deals like this where someone comes with with a very good package as they say and and sends it around to people who might be interested in getting involved to help get it across the finish line so yeah. that's how we got involved marky what do you got great question um yeah just i mean um curious again i don't mean to be harping on this too much but um again you mentioned that you hadn't nailed down a composer yet but you've watched a bunch of these uh uh first rough cuts of it so these first editions that you're watching of the movie is there no soundtrack like, well there is there... so there's a temp score so there's like a temp. Ah. so the editor and or the director will just lay down you know a rough 
version of uh-huh. so it's funny when you watch these early cuts there's you know the the sound is off the music is not going to be what it's in its completed form uh-huh. the visual effects aren't there yet so there's a lot of narration so it's a lot of john ham voiceover but mm. there's some parts in this in these early cuts in which we didn't capture him saying what he needed to say so all of a sudden it'll go to just like some random guy's voice who's like the editor you know or assistant mm-hmm. editor who's like speaks as john ham this so is kind of john ham says that's not my sandwich <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of takes you yeah. out so it's, it's very rough and then they'll go through and clean it up but but in this in this case i was impressed because it's very it's very far along in terms of like the the music sounds compatible you know the composing they have in there now huh. some of the cues they need i mean a lot of the visual effects obviously will make it 100 times better but in terms of what I saw was like 70% complete, which uh-huh. most assemblies come in and you're talking 30%. Oh, wow. Because they're just laying yeah, the timeline down. Um, what, 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 what do you um, attribute to the, the difference? Why is it so far much further along at this point? You know, I, it's not, it's a pretty contained movie. And so yeah. again, it's, it's only John Hamm, a handful of locations, there's not a lot that's necessarily needed. And I think that just also gotcha. comes down to director and editor uh, relationships. And so mm-hmm. the director and editor get along closely and they like know and understand what each other's vision is, you know, and that's why the relationships, creative relationships, especially on movies are so important because, you know, they feed off each other's synergy. So the editor will know when he's doing the assembly without the director, what the director will want and like put it together and then the director gets in, does his thing, and then you get a music supervisor, a composer, you know, you start laying down all these other elements, and um, that's what brings it together, and then you get to a point where you're like, okay, the picture's locked, and then it goes into the technical post-production, like color correction, sound correction, grading, um, it goes through a whole nother process before yeah. it's completed. So nice. yeah, but I don't know. I you know there. I love getting. Be, I love peeking behind the curtain. Here. I know, it's, me like, too, man. It's, it's it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's unlike anything you can you can do in this industry as a fan. Like it really yeah. is crazy. It's really cool. I mean, I wish you guys could see this editor's director's cut because it's really good. But you could also see like in the shape it's in. You know, it'll take a little bit more time. But but they're turning it around fast. That's for sure. So yeah, that's uh, awesome. Hey, I've, you- I've got a sorry. I've got one more quick question for you. Mm-hmm. DP, do you have a question? Yeah, you go first. Uh, All right. Um, again, uh, uh, speaking of like watching these uh, rough edits, um, you've been in this position before, not, uh, maybe not always as a producer, but in your previous line of, uh, or previous job, you've seen lots of these rough edits before it becomes like a, its final form. Do you ever get tired of the movie that you're working on or, or see because you have to watch it like 10, 15 times <laughs> before again. it's its final form? <laughs> Oh, um, I would like, be lying if I said uh, no. It's got to take, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's got to take a little bit of weight of the magic, right? Because us as like just regular civilians, we see the final form for the first time in the theater or mm-hmm. what have you, and we're you know, we, we watch yeah. the we watch the version that's supposed to blow us away. Yeah, um, it, and and you're watching like the working version multiple times over and over and over and over again until yeah. it, it reaches its final form. I'll, I'll say that the more you watch, obviously, the faster it goes because it's like, you know, every line and every beat and you know what's coming. It, it does. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely been a part of projects before where a lot of the people heavily involved in in the process 
will premiere the movie and when the premiere happens they just like leave the theater they're like ah, i've already seen this movie a hundred times so i'm not going to do it um it's all i will say on that note it's always really fun to revisit it like years later yeah so i just recently watched a movie i produced um like again and i you know it's the first time i've seen it in like two or three years and i like had so much fun i was like yeah yeah i remember cool. this you know and it was uh yeah it, and it still held up you know it was like oh this feels how i wanted it to feel um you do there's a thing where it's it's always a dicey conversation with the director or creative because they always say they they get too close to it uh-huh. so sometimes it's good to have an outsider's perspective like another editor or another yeah, director sure. to come in you know after they, they they live with it for so long and to have a completely fresh set of eyes is very invaluable sense. so they do they do test screenings like they'll take it not not this one in particular, but in general, studios will take their movies yeah. and they'll put them out before they're released and while they're still in post-production at, a, at like a normal public theater where they'll run a test screening. So a marketing company will come in, they'll bring in all these random people, they'll give them like 20 bucks to watch the movie and a ticket, and then they make them sign a waiver and take their phones away so they can't record or do anything. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll run a study, a focus group afterwards. They'll make them fill out a survey. They'll have a live in session. Like, what do you, what did you think? What did you feel about this character? Blah, blah, blah. It's kind of great for movie fanatics. You guys should try to get in on it. I was going to say, that sounds because, something awesome for us. Yeah. yeah. Test screenings are, are pretty cool. Now, a lot I of get that on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia one time. <laughs> oh really <laughs> Ten episode, yeah filmmaker filmmakers hate it because um you know their their work's getting picked apart when it's yeah. not in its completion Can you imagine yeah. like christopher nolan sitting through a panel of like regular ass people <laughs> telling him how they feel about his movie yeah i'm, I'm yeah. not changing the soundtrack i'm not editing the sound mm-hmm. oh, GP. Yeah. all right so yeah i got a kind of it as far as I'm concerned, kind of the most important question here. So when the world gets to see Corner Office starring John Hamm and D- Danny Pudi, when the credits roll at the end of the credits, when it says special thanks to, <laughs> will we see the Movie, movie Council, Council podcast oh, so in the special pressure. thanks of the credits? That's all so anyone cares pressure. about. Let me just say that um, I am working on that. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's but all we need to hear, baby. For political <laughs> for political reasons, there there are a number of reasons why it may not happen, but mm. I have thrown it out there already. It, but that's all we need to hear. That's, yeah, that's good enough. Um, so, nice. That will get us some notoriety. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I would love to be able to make it happen. I put it out there, but we'll we'll see. No pressure, yeah. bro. All right, Andrew, uh, one last thing. Uh, anything... Anything on the horizon for you? Anything going down the pike? Are you just working on this right now and then you're going to pick out your next project afterwards? Um, yeah, pretty much exactly that. Working on this. There are a number of things in development, but development can be two months I'm on a movie or it could be 10 years. So yeah, that's yeah, the nature yeah. of the industry. <laughs> yeah. But fair. I um, yeah, no, we have some really good things cooking up, some really exciting things, um, some further along than others. And Obviously, the first people to know about it will be the Movie Council podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, oh. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm excited. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah. I just, I think, bored your whole audience with uh, 
you know, talking about the nitty gritty when the more fun stuff is. The I think they're going to love it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe not as much as Laughing Stock, but they will love it. Yeah, I mean, so. come on. It's brilliant. <laughs> Speaking of Laughing Stock, uh, so yes, uh, Andrew, like I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. when we opened the show, uh, we didn't just have you here this week just to jerk you off for the last 45 minutes like, like we've done. <laughs> ah, um, we not, are not just to jerk Just yeah. because we clearly did. <laughs> part of it, clearly. Yeah. And ourselves. Uh, but uh, uh, we, we did bring you on to be a panelist for the Laughing Stock Tournament. Yes. And we are going to do eight matchups tonight to complete uh, the first half of the first round. Um, AJ, yes? You want to recap last uh, the last one just so we know people remember who yes, won? I can do that. Maybe yeah. Andrew knows who won. Yeah. D- DP, you want to do a, this is your This is your baby. Why don't you go ahead and... Uh, Oh, sorry, DP. There. Yeah, definitely. DP. All right, <laughs> let me, let me find oh, DP. DP. Oh, DP. All right. So, all right. Uh, yeah. So, week one, we had uh, the airplane beat Galaxy Quest. And that the was one. the one. The one beat yeah, the, the one seed. Uh, who was it? Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yep. Beat a fish called Wanda. Uh, Team America World Police. The four seed beat National Lampoon's Vacation. Team America is going to win this tournament. I'm yeah. telling you now. <laughs> such, uh, a such, a, such a great movie. Yeah. The number five seed, Beverly Hills Cop, beat Harold and Kumar. Uh, number three, Tommy Boy beat <laughs> Spaceballs. Shaun of the Dead over Magruder, Magruber. Uh, Palm Springs over Meet the Parents. And, and a very tightly contested matchup just Two versus barely 15. just barely there's something about mary beat idiocracy so it should not yeah and it's uh, all, that was okay. all aj's fault by the way so aj's kept his mouth shut it wouldn't have been close but hey <laughs> look it's more fun to be confrontational i can't disagree so yeah <laughs> i will so, disagree i will disagree <laughs> All right, so we are going to move on to our our next bracket. Uh, You guys ready? You want to just dive right in? Let's just dive right in. All right, so let's go. Fucking gloves are off, baby. All right. Our first matchup will be the number one seed of this bracket, Anchorman, starring Will Ferrell. I mean, clearly a number one seed, one of the funniest movies. And it goes up against the number 16 seed, Walk Hard, uh, Dewey Cox story, which, look, all right, full disclosure, this is only on the list because Marky specifically asked for it to be on the list. Are you kidding me? It, it, it wouldn't have it. cracked my top 64, but Marky wanted it, Seriously. so it made it. Hey, look, it's a fine movie, but it's When not, I saw that there, it, I thought this, I was like, that's a Marky pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, there you wanted it there it's there Jesus. so you know what i'm gonna go ahead and vote first and it's anchorman all day long uh marky let's go to you well it sounds <laughs> like this is a <laughs> i mean it sounds like uh we already know who's gonna win i didn't yeah, realize that much. you guys fucking hate john c riley so much <laughs> sons of bitches um he kicks ass his chest rockwell so. there's yeah. uh <laughs> Obviously, I mean, Anchorman, obviously a powerhouse, but if anybody hasn't seen Walk Hard, uh, John C. Riley 
in my mind, that's the funniest he's ever been. That character he has, Dewey Cox, is so fucking funny. The whole movie is just a spoof of different real-life musicians over the years, right? Uh, Bob Dylan, The Beatles, uh, uh, Johnny Cash. Like, he goes through all of them. A lot of Johnny Cash. Yeah, and god damn, is that not a funny movie? But you know, Anchorman is just... I thought uh-huh. it was funny too. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Like it's funny. It's just not quite this caliber funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I to for me, I mean, I'm voting Anchorman just because mm-hmm. that's my first love. But Dewey Cox, Walk Hard, that movie, it, that's a close race for me. Like, wow. I, I, it really is. Wow. All um, right. Uh, do we have any more insane people on the panel? Tim, we went with this matchup. <laughs> um, it, it, it's obviously going to be Anchorman for me, but 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 before, since we're going to be talking about Anchorman at length for at least a couple more rounds, let me just say, I do think Walk Hard is fucking hilarious. Like, really? Um, I, Walk Hard's hysterical. <laughs> it is. Like, maybe, like all the scenes, like with Tim Metal, get out of here, Dewey. Like, you don't want no part of this uh, shit. Yeah, that was funny. And uh, <laughs> is it Kristen Wiig that plays his wife that just treats yeah. him like yeah. shit? You're never gonna make it, Dewey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I believe in you. I just know you're gonna fail. Like yeah, that's I do believe so in you. funny. Um, but it is no, I think it's really, really funny. I'm happy it made the list, but it, it's no anchor man. So it's that's an anchor man. Also, real quick, uh, I mentioned that I lost my smell because of COVID. And the first thing I thought of was Dewey Cox. And I was like, it's he ain't got no smell, Paul. <laughs> he can't he smell blind. That shit is funny too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of funny little the great and the great Margot Martindale in there. Yeah. So yeah. uh Andrew Harvey. Oh, what, I what's I, your vote? I yeah, I'm I'm with the majority. I have to go anchor man. I have not I've seen Dewey Cox once. Oh, and it was a long time ago, so I, I will take on a refresher. But I do. I am a huge fan of John C. Riley, so I know I would love it. But going, I mean, Anchorman, just, yeah, come on, yeah. classic. <laughs> AJ, you're on board too. Yeah, sweet. So I'm going to continue my trend of last week. I'm going to say some unpopular things tonight. Oh, People boy, are not going to be happy with me. Right. I'll tell you, walk walk hard is entertaining. I'm I'm voting for Anchorman, but eh. Well, just leave it at that. Don't need a shit all over my heart. Is that an on Anchorman? Yeah, you know, one seat. Okay. Um, wow. Walk right. hard. <laughs> walk right, hard. Like walk, hold on. Walk hard is very entertaining. I watched it today. Jenna Fisher was very, very funny. Um, I do like the recurring joke with Tim Meadows. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, hysterical. So he just walks in the room. He's like, Get out of here. Get out of here. Do you don't want any part of this. It turns all your bad feelings into <laughs> it good feelings. It gives you a boner. <laughs> it has no long lasting effects. <laughs> it's the cheapest drug there is. <laughs> so that was very entertaining, but I'll go. I got to go with the majority, of course. But I just wanted to give Walk Hard a little props. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, yeah. All right, then. All right. It, it is a refresher Maybe for something to watch again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, People should watch time. that movie. It's funny. I highly recommend yeah. it. Came out in 2007. It's been, I mean, yeah, it's long, long exactly. That's why I'm kind of like, I don't remember much of well, it. I Andrew, remember we used it being to, funny, we, uh, Travis and I used to watch it uh, in his apartment during college all the time. It's probably why it's so close to my heart is because we just used to get baked out of our minds. Oh, yeah. And watch just watch that movie then. all the time. Yeah. One of those that we would break in and he would always be sitting there on his lazy boy watching or the love yeah had. yeah had it on dvd on repeat or <laughs> yeah. something yeah no i'll check it out i mean it was i'm always looking for something else to 
to check out. And I can, when I saw that, when the list got sent over, I was like, oh, I have not seen that in forever. So good. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind yeah. of one, like, I mean, we, we talk about movies when you're flipping through a channel where you, you don't necessarily do that anymore in this day and age, right? When you're flipping through a channel and you can't really, something. right? Yeah. Um, unless you're in a hotel or something. Yeah. Um, or, or in the hospital. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the kind of movie that you come across and like you just stop right there and you'll, you'll watch it uh, through because it's just hilarity after hilarity, just joke yeah. after joke. It's, it's good all the way through. Yeah. Much Which like is, Anchorman, really. I mean, at first I thought that, yeah. and for a while I thought there was like some, um, I don't know if, if there was somebody uh, that was producing that movie that, that had something to do with The Office because you got Jenna Fisher and Craig Robinson and Ed Helms mm. shows up at one point. Like, that's right. You know, I'm like, good point. <laughs> Who's on this movie? Who's attached? I never to this thought movie? about that. Guessing Allison Jones did the casting then. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, let, let's move on. We, we spent we spent plenty of time on that one. So let's move on down the list. We have an eight seed versus a nine seed, and these are two awesome movies, but very different. So the number eight seed is Dodgeball, an underdog story, versus the number nine seed. When Harry met Sally, like so, uh, on the whole, I kind of steered away from rom com and action com. But like, when you're an amazing action comedy like Beverly Hills Cop, you make the list. And when you're like the quintessential romantic comedy, you got to make the list. So when Harry met Sally's on here, not to mention it is fucking hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen When Harry Met Sally recently, but my God, that movie's fucking funny. So uh, let's start off with Andy. AJ. So what do you like in this one? Hey, uh, <laughs> this one's real easy for me, but I'll tell you, I've never mm-hmm. seen When Harry Met Sally until this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Never watched that movie in my life. It was really? pretty, fu- pretty funny. Meg Ryan yeah, was a little insane. Meg Ryan was a little insufferable. Oh. All right. A little insufferable. This one's real. <laughs> so she was realistic. Yeah. Yeah. But Billy Crystal was his usual, you know, funny, you know, uh, funny self. Look charming, um, you know. Yeah, right. He, he had it going on. But for me, this is easy. It's for me, Dodgeball is one of the most hilarious movies I've ever seen in my life. And I think it's a little, little underseated, in my opinion. Oh, wow. A little slightly underseated, so I give it to dodgeball all day and all night. And I'll, hopefully, it'll win, and I could talk about it more in the next round, where I'm hoping right. for an upset. All right, uh, Andrew Harvey, where are you at? Oh, Albers, when Harry met Sally. Uh, I mean, I've seen Harry met Sally, but it, it's been a long time. I, mm. I, I obviously dodgeball is my generation. I've got to go yeah. dodgeball. Absolutely. All right. But but I do know that there will be a lot of very livid people because there is a <laughs> massive cult following of when yeah. Harry met Sally. Yeah. And it is like they will come at you. It's the kind of movie where people come at you. They're like dodgeball, that trash over when Harry right. met Sally. I mean, yeah. Harry met Sally is a classic, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, but I had, yeah, I, once again, I didn't do my homework by rewatching it before this, but I have, it's been a long time. But yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, dodgeball. Like it's just it's my. I mean, this is this is a this is a tournament yeah. of the funniest movies. So yeah. I mean, yeah. if there's yeah. one that's funnier than the other, then uh, yeah. it wins. Marky got dodgeball as well. Tim, 
Yeah. Um, Continuing so what, what the I, trend? What I said two weeks ago was my criteria for how I was going to choose this for the these 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 movies for the most part, almost every time, is going to be um, which one made me laugh more. Um, unless unless it was really like over the top the other way. I love when Harry met Sally. I think it's fucking hilarious. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember watching it. Um, a number of years ago, just absolutely adoring the movie. But at the end of the day, the movie that makes me laugh way more is Dodgeball. So it's unanimous. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, I actually right. haven't seen uh, when Harry met Sally. Actually, can because I just you can know I just I don't say, watch rom coms? That's so. true. Can I just say something real quick? Because yeah. we've had two two matchups in a row now, AJ, where you've taken a shit on the rankings. Let, let I just want to make sure everyone for everyone who's listening. We we sent this list out to Marky and myself and Look, AJ. Look, I'm just commenting for, on the. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. So so everybody could say, hey, I don't like this one. I think this should be here. I don't think this should be in. This should be in. We've made changes. I haven't heard a fucking thing. Now suddenly it's 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 goddamn voting night, and I'm here <laughs> all of a sudden. Look, I can voice I can, I can voice my opinion on seating. You should have you, you should have voiced it two weeks ago when we said the no, no, it's more fun. It's more fun to do it during the podcast. So you're saying it's more fun to be an asshole? Uh-huh. On yes, the- yes, it's yes. Fun to, right. It's fun to do bad things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, go home and get your fucking shine box. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what. I don't yeah. know what. What? what can we, why aren't you connecting the dots here? Of course yeah, it's, it is. It's fun to do bad things, doing hood rat stuff with my friends. <laughs> Like that little nine-year-old kid <laughs> yeah. got arrested for driving the car. Yeah. yeah, stealing cars with my friend. Yeah, that's some OG YouTube that's a right great there. Fucking video. <laughs> you know what? Stuff Let's put friends. that video into the tournament. It might win. Put <laughs> rat stuff with my friend. When Harry met Sally, that's for sure. <laughs> so, all right, all right. Uh, my my vote goes to dodgeball as well. Like Tim, I love. When Harry met Sally, it is fucking hilarious. It is like the top of the heap with romantic comedies, but as as far as makes you laugh, Dodgeball wins. So and DP, D- can I just say I don't mean to steal your thunder, but I hate this next matchup so much. I hate it. I hate there's, it. Oof. There's there's uh, other romantic comedies I think are are much better than When Harry met Sally. By the way, that. You know, yeah, the big go. sick. Yeah, we know. Right, the big six, it. amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah, that, Forget, yeah. Forgetting yeah, Sarah yeah. Marshall. Right, three, weeks three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. I know. I'm this. just telling TW. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> three weeks ago, we could have done this, but uh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to the number four. I hate this. this is the number thirteen, yeah, and this is upsets more than a couple people. All right, number four. What we do in the shadows versus the number thirteen. Super bad. Uh, Tim, go ahead. You kick it off. You hate it. Tell us why you hate it. I hate it because I fucking love both these movies so much. Yeah, and and um, AJ, if you want to take a shit on me right now, that's fine. But now that I'm looking at it, I think Superbad should be a little uh, rated a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I did. I did. Could have spoke up. A I could have. I, I could have. I could have. And I didn't. I didn't notice you it. Son I'm of a out. bitch. <laughs> Pretty much every matchup you have a problem with. I have one. I have fucking you're about, one. You're, you're about to hear a different story with this one. Though. So um, look, this is hard. This is really tough because Superbad I've loved for a very, very long time. It's one of those ones I throw on like when I go to bed at night because I just know it's fucking I'll laugh myself to sleep. At Jonah Hill coming out party. Uh, it's so fucking great. But um, I only saw what we do in the shadows for this podcast. And it, it's so brilliant. It, uh, again, here's my criteria. 
what made me laugh the most and what is the better movie. I'd say I laughed equally at both, but what we do in the shadows is a better movie. Also add on to the fact that if I don't pick what we do in the shadows, Marky will fucking fly to Boston and gut me. Um, so I'm going to go with what we He's do in the, the shadows. Yeah. Yes. I'm going what we do in the shadows and I hate it because I love super bad so much. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Let me vote next. Uh, just get out of the way. Obviously, I put the rankings together, so I like what we do in the shadows more. I do enjoy Super Bad, but for me, this vote's pretty easy. It's what we do in the shadows. So, uh, Marky, I uh, guess yeah, let's, nice let's make it three and see where we go from there. Um, I mean, where, where are you at with this one? Very creepy. Well, very it, old and creepy. To be honest, though, I was I was very torn um, up until like five seconds ago. Um, and if uh, I, I'd be lying if uh, Tim didn't help steer me in the right direction because I was reading that and like fuck like super bad you know that's uh, superb comedy original hilarious just outstanding talk about rewatchability um, what we do in the shadows they are very close in a lot of that criteria but I agree with Tim and uh, how when how I like to break this down, how he's breaking these down, is it's almost like laughs per minute, um, originality, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, some of these movies have like their own uh, type of criteria, and I'll uh, bring that up in some of the other ones later. It's, and some some of it will be like topical, and then other ones it'll just be um, uh, it'll add an extra flavor to the movie, you know, whether it be comedy plus drama comedy plus uh rom-com which i don't watch but you know what i mean mm-hmm. what we do in the shadows is and very original incredibly hilarious rewatchability i've seen that movie much more times than i've seen super bad and i still laugh just as hard all the way through and so there you go without beating it too bad uh it's yeah what we do in the shadows for me all right mr harvey have you seen both these films? And if so, which one you got? Yes. Um, man, this is one I circled as a very, uh, very tough decision. Um, what we do in the shadows, maybe I can't remember. Maybe I just told Mark here if I explained it on the last podcast I was oh, on. Yeah, but right. I, uh, it, what we do in the shadows is very near and dear to my heart because mm-hmm. I saw the premiere at Sundance um, back then before Taika was Taika. Like we had conversations with him. It was something that. I like I went to the midnight screening premiere of this and mm-hmm. the, the available the rights for this movie were open for such a long time. That's I right. Being like this Wait, is that, such that's, a fantastic. That's like bucket list shit for me right there. Going to oh, the yeah. midnight screening. Oh yeah. Remember him? Remember him? Oh, talking me and AJ about are going to do it next year. Yeah. yeah. The, when, when they, Andrew was telling us when they premiered this movie, it sat open because no one bought it but yeah. for like months, right? Or years. Yeah. Like yeah. No one for, for months for sure. Yeah, definitely months. I don't think years, but I think for months because I remember I, I vividly remember going home over the holidays and telling Marky we were hanging out like, oh, we need to watch this movie I saw Sunday. So yeah. I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it anywhere. So then I went yeah. online and it was only being sold in New Zealand where they're all yeah. from. So I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what? No That's one's bought right. this? And I remember at the time I pushed hard for it and we didn't do it or we didn't pick it up. And then I just assumed, okay, someone bought it and it'll come out. But it, it sat there for a bit. And then obviously it turned into what it, a tv show and taika went on to do i mean taika was already going to do big things because he had a number of other you know pieces of work that people love but mm-hmm. still 
I absolutely, I mean, I went to the midnight screening, which was always like a favorable slot for like comedies and like horror movies at Sundance. And I was mm-hmm. like dying laughing. Usually everyone's like exhausted by that point, but they had the whole theater cracking up. So <laughs> I have always been like, what we do in the shadows is like, in my opinion, one of those projects. It's like, oh, that's the one that got away. And I love that movie. But I'm going to shock the world here because Uh-oh. super bad. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just there's this era of, you know, the um, Judd Apatow, Allison Jones world where all these so where all these guys got discovered and took off and have made some of the best comedies, you know, in this block of 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they first came out, which there's another one in here I'll talk about later. But um, I've never, you know, a movie so quoted and so like cult status mm-hmm. that I just I think because what we do in the shadows is almost like like super bad is just like just straight. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like they're a little bit different. Um, well, well, I mean, obviously they're massively different, but one is like it's almost a. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna. Talk way, if I, I could I, jump in, though, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah like I, I think kind of where Andrew's getting at is like uh, Christopher Mintz Plass cannot walk around anywhere in this country without being called McLovin there you go like <laughs> yeah like it that, had that, a fucking impact yes. on the yes. country like it, he can't go anywhere cast, without being mclovin most of the cast of what we do in the shadows could uh uh go to mcdonald's and not be recognized where you're 100 exactly. percent right yeah right so that's that, funny that, that is a good point hey greg why don't you go piss your pants again it was like eight years ago (laughs) asshole people don't forget i mean no i mean there's so many classics but hey let's 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 stop killing ourselves over this it's already three it's three to one i just want to hear what aj thinks whether uh it is tough whether it's really tight or aj this is a unanimous i mean a somewhat unanimous decision so i have no trouble with these these rankings either it was it's tough because super bad is is a pretty kick-ass movie, but I also then compare it to other, yeah. like yeah, that, like what Andrew was saying, the Judd, Ap- that Judd Apatow, you know, era. Um, and I don't think it's the best of them, but I, the criteria I went by here was pretty easy. Which one made me laugh the hardest at any point during the movie? Because they both make me laugh a lot, and the answer is what we do in the shadows. Yeah, so. it just made me laugh the hardest. Yeah. So yeah. it made me like uncontrollably convulse at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That that is a very 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 hard one. But yeah, yeah. I give them. I, I love I love super bad. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Super Nothing quotable. To... Yeah. Um, I could As... talk about that movie for a long time. I just, it's a shame that it's one and done. You know, it's it's a really funny. I flick. agree. That's a very fucking close race. So. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on to our next matchup, and this is uh, the five seed versus the twelve seed. Um, uh, full disclosure: so number five seed is Young Frankenstein. Now, this isn't a movie I grew up loving or anything, but oh, it's when Frankenstein, I, yeah, Frankenstein. <laughs> but when I did research into best comedies of all time. Young Frankenstein, 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 Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. on every list in the top ten. Like everyone yeah. loves this movie, so I had to put it on our list. And then I watched it for the first time yesterday, 
And holy fuck, this movie's funny. <laughs> it holds up. Right? I really fucking like John Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. AJ, obviously you've seen it. Uh, <laughs> young Frankenstein versus the number 12 seed Old School, which again, another movie I fucking love. I, I've watched it multiple times. It's a good one. But uh, Andy, who you got in this? So this is one of those five versus twelves, right? TW right. with yeah, upset is, brewing. <laughs> there's always a fucking twelve that gets past the five. Always. Um, <laughs> but for me, not this time because Young Frankenstein. I don't like Mel Brooks, by the way, really that much. But Young Frankenstein is so freaking funny. <laughs> I don't like Spaceballs that much. Uh, Blazing Saddles is decent, but I Young agree. Frankenstein just makes me laugh. It really makes me laugh. And like, although I find old school funny and I quote it a lot and I have quoted it a lot and I've seen it many times. I don't know. It just doesn't kind of measure up to comedies like it. If it's a comedy that's similar to it, it's not quite as funny. And like Step Brothers, ones with like that sort of like sophomoric or humor in a way, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't really measure up to me. Um, and Young Frankenstein's a classic, and Gene Wilder is just freaking amazing yeah, in it. So and Always. that's I know it's the five seed for me, Young Frankenstein. Excellent. Uh, Marky, have you seen both of these movies? I have, yeah. Um, all right, this is, this is a, a little bit unlike me, right? To see one of these uh old movies that uh, right? you guys <laughs> would have watched in your 30s or something. Whoa, um, hey, I was 15. <laughs> but uh no i it came I, out I, the year after i was born marky okay i i watched this movie before we even put this bracket together um just barely mm-hmm. though like out just like the week before um wow. and i i too am not like a super fan of mel brooks like i appreciate the work he's done and i enjoy it for what it is but i'm not one of those ones that you know will preach and bend over for it everywhere I thought that Young Frankenstein was a little bit uh, better than uh, some of those other ones. Mm. And I'm going with old school, but I don't want to discredit Young Frankenstein. There's just some something very charming about the brilliance of that like older original comedy. And again, Gene Wilder, just outstanding and the fact that they used the guy, the actor that played Igor, Igor, the dude actually <laughs> has the the real life actor has fucked up eyes yeah. that go in different directions. I love the scene when he's like, walk like this, and he gives him the cane to walk. Down the <laughs> and the great Madeline Kahn, by the way, who's awesome yes. in it. Yeah, she's not in a yeah. huge amount of the movie, but she's awesome in it. It's so. you know, no great movie, but um. I'm going to stick with my original criteria of like laughs Uh, per minute. So old school. Tim, you have not seen Young Frankenstein. No, no, I I haven't. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I I got fucked up with which bracket. You know me. I usually try to watch them because I don't do shit during the week. Um, So I usually try to watch them. uh, I I got fucked up with which bracket we were doing this week. So that's on me. I apologize. So I I can't vote in this one. I apologize. But – but just throwing this out there, if this does come to a two to two, we don't necessarily have to send it to social media. I could, I could be the tiebreaker. Okay. 
But well, we'll find out, Andrew. Just saying, just throwing it out there. Um, Mr. Harvey, have you seen both of these films? So I am with Tim. I actually have not seen Young Frankenstein. That oh, I can remember. Oh, oh, wow. DP's the deciding but vote. Oh, I do right. have a bone to pick here, and I wanted to pick this bone when I saw the bracket, but now okay. I can't because Tim already called this out. Um, I was going to shit on the rankings of Old School at 12. yeah such one of my i mean if to me that kicked off the whole that whole regime and top phillips oh yeah it made his career and it is to me if of all of these like old school is one of my favorite yeah absolutely that's why i say that without saying young frankenstein but old school like i could just watch every single time and laugh hysterically i love it let me yeah i will throw i will add on to that again i haven't seen young young frankenstein but um old school like 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 andrew was saying that was like right that's probably the first of all of them right i mean yeah it was definitely yeah yeah all right so i tell you what here's what we're gonna do then because i i'm kind of on the fence but i'm leaning towards young frankenstein but since you both love old school so much, what we're going to do is we're going to send this one to social media and let the fans decide. All right. Well, if, it's uh, kind of a three to two right now, but you guys can't. So it's close enough. We're going to send it to social media. So everyone listening, check out our uh, Instagram, uh, our, our Facebook. I'll probably try and throw it up on shitbag Twitter, but Ugh, um, yeah, so check it. our social media handles at Movie Council Pod and give us a vote between these two movies. Old school. So, and that way we get to move on to the next matchup. The number three seed, The Naked Gun versus the number 14 seed, Swingers. Mm-hmm. Now, Swingers is like time-wise is that movie that was perfectly right in my early 20s this movie yeah. came out and and i fucking love swingers this is such a like such a of its time great fucking movie super funny but the naked gun i mean jesus christ it's it's an all-time great so jesus christ uh you know i'll i'll send this one to marky first marky um who you well, got I have seen both of these movies. It's going to be The Naked Gun for me. Um, I've only watched Swingers once. I don't remember being... Uh, I, I appreciate what this movie probably means to you guys. Like you said, it came out in a, a time for you guys where you were out uh, at that early age going out mm-hmm. partying and stuff. And um, that's what this movie is about. Um, but Naked Gun is just timeless. And Leslie yeah. Nielsen is fucking hilarious. It's, those those airplane style jokes what, what do you call that kind of comedy uh, sla- is that uh, slapstick that the- yeah it's god damn that never gets old to me especially when you got <laughs> leslie nielsen delivering it mm-hmm. is the best so yeah. naked gun for me excellent uh tim yeah listen swingers is legitimately one of my favorite movies ever i mean it's probably like in my like top 20 or 30 favorite movies um but we're talking comedies tonight. And Swingers absolutely has some hilarious lines in it that lines that AJ and DP, the three of us, recite mm-hmm. all the time. We, we constantly do it. But like for a big me, fucking bear, man. Yeah. You got oh, these claws. Fucking, oh, it's great. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, but for me, the naked gun could be a fucking one seed in this tournament. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. I, think, I think it's that good. I think it's that iconic. 
Um, I'm not, I'm going to save this line for later, but if you guys ever want to go on YouTube and, and type in the naked gun, that's my policy. It's one of the funniest <laughs> fucking movie, like back and forth. Like I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I love the naked gun. I'm going to just the heads up. I'm fighting for this movie until the very end of this tournament. It's easily the naked gun. For I'm okay me. with that. All right. AJ. So I know Naked Gun's going to win, but I'm throwing my um, vote to Swingers because all right. uh, for all the reasons, for, no, for all the reasons TW said, it's like, and, and DP said, it's just, it was one yeah. of our favorite, it was one of our favorite movies when it came out when we were younger. And, you know, I, I can probably quote that movie beginning to end. I, and I love the Naked Gun, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> So. I love the Naked Gun. It deserves to move on, and I know it's going to move on. But I want to throw so, my I want to throw, throw a little vote swingers. To swingers. I can appreciate that. So uh, I'll go ahead and give my vote to the Naked Gun, and that way Andrew Harvey can just tell us his vote with no no pressure. Whatever you, because Naked Gun's already won. So where, where yeah. are you going with this? No, I mean I'm, uh, it's good you did that because mine was going to be a very simple answer anyway. I've seen both. It's been a while. Um, so it would be tough to decide, but I, I, I lean swingers just because of LA nostalgia. And it's been, yeah, it's been was, a long time. I was going to say that right? was another aspect to it. Yeah. There is like yeah. an LA party scene. Exactly. Where you've been living like the past 10 plus years. Yeah. That's and they, right. they yeah, go yeah, to point. one of my favorite cafes in all of LA that unfortunately closed mm-hmm. down during the pandemic, you know? And so I only for oh, that reason, stood up I got on the table. <laughs> you're yeah, all thrown yeah. up and you're all thrown <laughs> up and you're all thrown yeah. up. I, I, I would yeah. never eat here. I, yeah. <laughs> But I, I would think if I were to go, he, hands, road, he, he passes his plate to the guy in the, the booth behind them. Yeah. It caused yeah, a major exactly. production. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, so you're voting swingers, Andrew? Reason. Yeah, that's the only reason. Uh, three why. to two. That's, that's, a, while okay. that's a tight first yeah. round match. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that's good, yeah. though. So, it, it, swingers got the love it deserves. I make yeah. it. Yeah. My boy, really. Andrew. Yeah, now right. we go to this is a, this is a tough matchup. That's here. a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. We get the number six That's office space versus the number eleven super troopers. This is, yeah, boy, oh, this, this is a tough decision. Is... I don't know where I'm going yet, so I'm going to put the pressure on. I mean, the man at the top, he's the CEO. He's used to pressure. So, mm-hmm. Mr. CEO Tim <laughs> Sherry. That's it, baby. Who you got? That's it. That's 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 what I do on a daily basis. I right? told you, big swinging dick stuff. That's what I do as the boss. Every day, um, I make tough decisions. Um, I, you know what, you guys might want to kick me in the nuts over this, but I don't think it's as close as you're making it out to yeah, be. I love. I, I just made movies. my decision. Yeah, I, I I love both movies, and I do love Super Troopers. But if we're talking, I don't know, just on a level of the level of clever that office space is just takes over in this matchup. And I just don't think super troopers matches up. I'm going office space. All right. One for office space. AJ. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. It's pretty easy for me. Wow. Um, office space is just the um, more complete comedy. Mm, that's, I mean? Yeah. It's, good point. Good that's, point. A, that's a good way to put it. Um, so yeah, for me, it's office space. Easy. All right. Marky. Um, I wouldn't say it's uh, as easy for me as AJ, but I am voting the same way. Um, and this is kind of where it comes down to some of that uh, that third mystery ki- criteria, right? Because uh, 
laughs per minute are pretty much the same originality. They're both got their own thing going on, but um, the, the third factor <laughs> here. Blitzes. Yeah. Whatever's free. <laughs> hey, whatever, fuck whatever's free. Does that look, does that that look like a spit to you? Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. Leader cola. <laughs> yeah. Um, so both excellent, both original, both hilarious, just as funny, but it's that third factor is kind of like what AJ said. One of them is just a little bit more of a complete movie and that's office space. And God damn, is that not a good movie? Judd oh, Apatow awesome. nailed it out of the park with that one. Double bacon cheese. It's for a cup. <laughs> hey, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> it was not, uh, it was not Mike, Mike judge office yeah. space. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. Mike judge. Thank you. Yeah. Not Judd Apatow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, a little bit of the sauce. Well, the pressure's already <laughs> off, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead. That's I'm, I'm actually for. gonna, which is weird since I made the rankings. Um, I'm actually gonna vote for Super Troopers. Like the more you're saying that, fucking, yeah, it's for a cop. <laughs> yeah, I say it like that. I say it like this, or he makes it good. That kid, who is that kid? He's like he the was... funniest person in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I say that he's gonna spit on that very damn, like Snozberry. damn burger punk like that. Yeah, so you know that the the Snozberries guy was married to uh, Christina Hendrick. I don't know if he still is, but he was for like a handful of years. Jesus Christ! Fuck. Yeah, he landed him. Absolute <laughs> dime yeah. piece. Yeah, um, and he looks like he eats rock cereal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I love Super Troopers. Like because of Super Troopers, I actually watched some of their other like Club Dread yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, what was it, like yeah. uh, oh Beer Fest is Beer Fest. Beer yeah. Fest, Fest is, is, is really good. Yeah, that's pretty one, funny. They're I watched fun. them all because of Super Troopers. So. Yeah, they're all good. Super Troopers gets my vote. E- Mr. Even Super Harvey. Troopers too. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's it doesn't matter off space moving on and, but and i ha- and i had to move off like? of space because i shat on idiocracy another mike judge film <laughs> <laughs> unfairly shat on it so but mr harvey mike judge genius no mm-hmm. i um i i'm actually surprised at how quickly this moved along when i first saw this ranking i was like this is the hardest bracket of all of them was yeah. between these two but i agree after really thinking about it, uh, Office Space gets my vote as well. I think mm-hmm. it's just an all-around better comedy, lands a bigger punch. But I will say, yeah. if I will not watch and quote Super Troopers more, yeah, you know, that is definitely a movie that I I would I would watch more than Office Space. But Office Space is yeah. a better comedy. It's true. Like up and down this bracket, there there are films that aren't moving on that I like super bad that I would like, um, you know, quote constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark. If if I can, um, but they're not moving on. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe uh, what what for me like it kind of uh, lends more to office space is just the a little bit more of the relatability. Yeah. Yes. And so you know right. I'm not a cop, but I've worked in an office. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah real, real, four to one. DP, real quick, do you think we should take some of these losers and then like a like these losing movies and then a bunch of the other ones that we keep think keep thinking of and doing like an NIT tournament with them? Right. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> there's so many, you know. Right. Like, like, do not it. good comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right. The best like the worst. blue streak would be in there. The best not good comedy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, like Home Alone would end up in the NIT tournament. <laughs> no, like, but if Super know, Troopers was up against 
something else, maybe it moves on, you know, like maybe sure. it moves on. Yeah. You are. All right. So now you we are, move Andy. on to our, uh, our our final two matchups. We got a, a really tough one and then a well, maybe easy one, but maybe not. So here's the really tough one. We got the number seven seed, Tropic Thunder, versus the number ten seed, Knocked Up. Um, you know, I'm just gonna start it off. I I, I watched or well, rewatched. I'd seen it multiple times, but I watched Tropic Thunder again today. Free with Prime. I think I think <laughs> seven is too low of a ranking for Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is fucking hilarious. So like, dude, from the beginning when um they have those like the fake trailers at the beginning for like you know the fatties movie and you know uh Simple Jack. Yeah. <laughs> is that at the beginning or is it no it's uh Scorcher Scorcher Six <laughs> starring it, does it have um um and it gets funnier Lazarus. from there. It's a fucking hilarious, hilarious movie. And I love Knocked Up, but I actually think Tropic Thunder is too low. It's like, it is not the right ranking at seven. It should be higher. So Tropic Thunder gets a vote from me. Uh, Marky, have you seen um, both of these? Yeah, of course. Um, and not to spend too much time on it, um, but I, I share the same sentiment with you. Um, Knocked Up's a great movie. Tropic Thunder is a better uh, movie. When it comes to comedy mm-hmm. and maybe just all around, that's just, I mean, that's a timeless classic. Also, um, you know, it's uh, not to speak on another podcast, but Joe Rogan <laughs> makes the point that How dare you? Uh, Tropic Thunder came out right before the time it was okay to make uh, or to do blackface. You know what I mean? Like they squeeze that in right before it was not okay to do that. Well, also because most people go back and now cancel people who did it a long time ago. Yeah. Like, for some mm-hmm. reason, Robert Downey Jr. Just spent that. Yeah, because he did it so fucking well. Yeah. They gave him Dude, a pass. Teflon. Just, right? Yeah. It is crazy. <laughs> totally. I thought about Teflon. that too. I'm like, it is unbelievable totally. that that survived. He's Iron Man, you know? <laughs> Nothing sticks. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "You don't go full retard." Yeah, multiple times. Nothing no one to that guy. Yeah, you, like, ne- you, ne- you never go full retard. Yeah. He said, "You never go full retard in blackface." Yeah, and no one cares. Like three years after that movie came out, they said you can't say retard anymore. Yeah, like, we're all right with that movie. It's, it made us laugh. But you do so. not go after Robert Downey Jr. He's done his dues. He's paid his time. Oh, goodness. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Tropic Tim. Thunder. Yeah. Tim, who you got? Um, So I love Tropic Thunder. It's really, really funny. But I think this might come down to like a matter of taste for me. I'm definitely more into the kind of more clever real life comedies than I am ones that are in your face type comedies. Um, Mm -hmm. And for me, it is going to be knocked up and it's on the strength of the relationship that goes on with Seth Rogen and his boys living in the house with Jason Segel, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill, and the fact that their dream is to have this website of like naked 
chicks in movies oh, and like knowing, Mr. Skin? Like and Mr. not Skin? knowing that Mr. Skin already existed. That is one of the my favorite fucking jokes in any movie, like long-term joke in a movie. Yeah. That's what kind of puts it over the edge for me. Um, not to say that if Tropic Thunder moves on, I won't battle for it in moving forward. Cause there are, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. But again, it's a matter of taste and it's knocked up for me. All right. Uh, Andrew Harvey. Have you seen both of these? And uh, if so, who you got? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I agree with everything Tim said, but um, I don't know what it is. I'll keep it short and simple. Tropic Thunder for me. All I right. just, it's, yeah, it's, I wanted to harp on what Marky said too about Robert Dowdy. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> believe that. that exists. I know one cares. Get away with it. <laughs> I love all the appearances in it. I, it just, yeah, it does it for me. Yeah. Um, but Knocked Up is definitely, it, it's, it's up there. Um, is one of the mm-hmm. classics in, of the past. Well, it's probably been how long has it been though? I was going to say ten years, but it's been longer than I that. I think it's okay. been even more. Yeah, yeah, it's it's reaching Crazy. classic status. So. Yeah, that's wild. Um, All right, uh, AJ. Yeah, um, I I do love Knocked Up too. I've seen it a lot of times. It's like you know, in that same vein as you know, what the Super Bads and the Forgetting Sarah Marshalls is a Judd Apatow. You know. That, yeah, that, that realistic that, that real, group. yeah that group that sort of like what tw said that real more realistic comedy and i i love all the the jokes and gags and the relationship between paul rudd's character and seth rogan's Dude, yeah. character yeah, him so and they, paul when rudd they, when they awesome. go when they oh. go to vegas and they they do yeah, mushrooms, mushrooms. <laughs> yeah so i just want to give knocked up its props it's losing this round the tall um, one is gawking at me the small one is being very droll <laughs> how many different types of chairs were in the room There's seven different seven types. yeah the fuck are they all doing in here it's probably someone get them out of here only job is to pick out chairs yeah the great stuff i just want to give props to knocked up it's yeah. a really really it's great. great movie um i'm still gonna throw my vote it, it's already won but tropic thunder is just it's uh God, it's, 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 funny yeah yeah it's just so hilarious yeah i can't i can't help myself when i see that movie it's just yeah <laughs> it's a it's it's more laughs it's more of a a laugh out loud kind of movie than knocked up is knocked yeah. up's more you know you're kind smart, of relating with the characters funny. smarter yeah, yeah. so knocked up has more substance where uh Tropic yeah there's just slapstick yeah, we threw this all together, and what the hell am I watching? <laughs> right, but it right. is brilliant, and, and, it, and it's brilliant, and it totally works. All of it works. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom yeah. Cruise's character is ridiculously oh, yeah. amazing. Too. I mean, Matthew Less, McConaughey. Yeah, yeah we'll, get, we'll get we'll get more into that. In the next Definitely, yeah, Nick Nolte for crying out loud. Um, but all um, all the all the yeah. Anyway, Tropic Thunder. All right, so uh, that brings us to our last matchup. We have our number two seed. Groundhog Day, which well-deserved two seed, going up against the winner of the play-in matchup, The Wedding Singer. Start with uh, our guest. Mr. Andrew Harvey. The last one of the night. Let's have you kick it off. Groundhog Day or The Wedding Singer? This one was easy for me. Groundhog Day. All day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, classic. I think also because we've been living in this COVID world, right? Um, there's been a lot of relevance to it, but yeah, um, a lot of mm-hmm. time looping. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. hundred percent. But um, yeah, I you know, I never I was never 
really huge into the wedding singer i mean i've seen it a few times it's bill murray groundhog day All it's day. App- love it I, I know i've thrown it around a couple times classic but it it really is and it really is uh, a classic it was an easy one for that was probably the easiest one for me actually yeah so. uh aj do we have to ask no groundhog day yeah all right marky <laughs> i actually haven't seen the wedding singer really oh yeah. wow all that right would so you're groundhog right. day if uh, i had so that makes it four row groundhog day right tim Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love The yeah. Wedding Singer. Got great lines, but Groundhog Day is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. It, it, and same yeah, here. It's hysterical. Picture perfect. It's so funny. Yeah. Bill it's Murray. Like, Bill Murray's just a star yeah. in that film. He's just yeah. amazing. That's The, the Wedding Singer is fun as shit. The whole, like, you know, well, I have a microphone, so you will listen yeah. to every yeah. word I have to yeah. say. Yeah, the mongoloids, a table, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's 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 amazing. Some great moments, and it's super funny. But it's yeah, it's not on the same plane as Groundhog Day. So. I can't imagine. I and I haven't even seen what nope. he's saying. Though. ODP. Yes, sir. I so want to ask John. John with that side of the bracket. Great job, I, I, everyone. Yeah, I I, I, I want to ask you a question, DP. Mm-hmm. Um. So do you want to send young Frankenstein old school to social media or do you want uh, me and Andrew to see young Frankenstein? Maybe we do both. Okay. Andrew Harvey. You could watch it. uh, I think it's on Prime right now. Yeah. You're you're Uh, on Hulu. You finished Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's free on Hulu. So if you guys got Hulu, watch it. You're sitting Great. around playing with yourself most days. I don't know why. <laughs> I, in fact, I wish I could wa- wa- yeah. Uh, wait a minute. What? Yeah, in between screenings of Corner <laughs> Office, starring John Hamm and Danny Pudi, throw on Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Sorry. So throw um, that on in between screenings. All right, so either way. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah, both. Definitely. You guys can give your vote. And uh, oh, we'll oh, oh! By the by, the way, uh, well. TW, when you watch Frankenstein, keep your eye out for Hackman. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, he's yeah. in Hackman. Hackman's in it. I do love Hack, Hackman. Hack, awesome. Hackman has a great scene in it. <laughs> okay. Play, okay. I won't give anything away, but Hackman is amazing. Uh, and Ray Romano's dad does great. Mm. Oh. Oh yes, okay. from Everybody Loves yeah, Raymond. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Peter Boyle. So, thank you. Um, I tell you, yeah, that wraps up this this part of the bracket. DP, uh, you want to break down the matchups quick, for next round? Yeah, quick uh, wrap up here. So, DP. Anchorman DP. moved on, and it will be facing Dodgeball mm-hmm. in the next round. That's a good. Oh, one. I hope I hope that's a good one. Uh, what we do in the shadows is moving on. We don't know yet. And we don't know who they're going to face because uh, social media and maybe you two can let us know. Uh, so the Naked Gun moved on. Yeah. And will now face Office Space mm. to beat Super Troopers. Ooh, this next matchup. Ooh. And this one is ridiculous. We got this, Tropic this a, Thunder. This a brawl. Against Groundhog Day. Hey, GP, let me, like I said, even though I went with Knocked Up over Tropic Thunder, that does not mean I don't think Tropic Thunder is fucking hysterical. Yeah. It's just style-wise. So, yeah. So, I, free, I, I'm free with Prime. I'm still fighting it. I'm still fighting for it. So, way. So, we will, uh, yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll, please, if you're listening, hit us up on social media. Let us know where you fall on these movies, which ones you would have voted for. And, like I said, vote for uh, 
the the matchup we put up. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please like rate, review the podcast. It helps us out a lot. So we'd uh, fully appreciate that. And like I said, find us uh, at Movie Council Pod on social media. That's right. And look up uh, Space Pilot Media. They're also on uh, Instagram, right? That's yeah, right. Damn right. Yeah, you, have yeah. an, you, you have an IG, yeah. handsome? All right. I'll, a, I'll, uh, I'll follow that shit. We got a little IG going up. Yeah. Space Ollie, I think Ollie runs it, but Space Pilot, Space Pilot Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our little entity. All right, so yeah, DP, uh, it is going to be you. I know this this whole thing was your brainchild this season uh, with the comedy tournament, but you still have to uh, fulfill your obligations for other topics, and it's you next week. So, uh, all right, I got some ideas. So yeah, I'll let definitely. you guys know. Let us know over the weekend and get us fired up, and we will go. And then the week after that, we'll get back to the Laughing Stock tournament, and that week we will uh, finish off the first round. So we'll do yeah, um, we'll do two two. Two brackets, Two different brackets. So we'll do sixteen yeah. matchups. That'll be a that'll be a really fun night. So, um, and what else we got? Anything else? Anybody yeah. got anything they need to get off their chest? Any cathartic things? Uh, I mean, I just want to say Ryan? that, of course, uh, of course, yeah. I just want to tell Andrew Harvey that I'm proud of you, man. It's awesome that you're mm-hmm. uh, killing it. Yes, congratulations, Andrew. We love hearing from you. Love hearing what you're doing. Can't Thanks, wait to brother. see this movie. Um, you know, from, what, from what I read, it it gives me like a little bit of uh, uh, being John Malkovich vibes, like which I'm super down for. It just sounds weird, dark, comedic. I'm all about it, so can't yeah. wait. Love well, it. thanks, brother. I mean, I hope to get to plug you guys into this movie in some way. I cannot oh, promise that. Happening. I got to put that out there, but yeah, I hope. We, we, and we, if there's any possibility of a sneak screening or a publicity screening, oh. you know, things will come up. I will uh, I will let you guys know because it would be it would be rad. Oh yeah, that's happening. So, I have the most confidence. Yeah, and 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 to get to to be to to add to that, like we've said, Andrew, any week you want to come on. I mean, if you're just fucking bored next next week, you know, like obviously it's Friday night. We do this Friday nights. If you're bored, you want to come on any yeah. week. I've told you that. Whatever you're hey. doing. Like put it right. Maybe, maybe maybe you got like Tinder dates and you're like banging broads or something like that on Friday. And that's your thing, bro. That's your thing. No, uh, so I, I don't want to. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I I this is the first time I've actually been a well. Obviously, it's only my second time. But last time we just talked about the industry. This is the first time I was a part of the panel and like yeah. the actual movie counts. So Literally, I had anyway. a lot of fun. Any so week, fun. man, you want to do it, yeah. no matter what the topic is. Any week, you're yeah. welcome. Just let us know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, I appreciate Mark you bringing me into it, and then getting to meet everyone and uh, talk shop. It's been a, it's, it's a blast. So I'm, I'm glad. So fun, right? Keep it up because, like I said, you know, I mean, like, like last time, it gets better and better every yes, time. So. Absolutely. DP. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Mark, uh, Andrew, if you ever want to come on, just to maybe give us your. Uh... That was my <laughs> underrated pick of the week. You can do that. So, yeah. <laughs> I had to throw it in one more. Oh, time. and also, hey, by the way, hey, it turned it's turned into a segment. So, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. By, by the way, li, li, uh, li, by the way, our listeners that haven't been chiming in, the Booker Man, Rachel, uh, Bearded Thigh Tickler, the yeah, Weezer, where you guys at, Michaela? Please, can we hear from you guys? We miss you. We're back. Uh, we know we, you're listening. We, we love hearing. We love hearing from Dwayne. And Dwayne yeah. Brock, please. Uh, yeah, let us know for a right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we, I think we got it. I think DP, we're right. what, what was that other guy? Remember that Matthew guy one week? Oh yeah, he uh, sent oh, us yeah. his clue what list. Ha- what happened to him? That guy was. Uh, maybe terrific. we need to do another recasting 
week uh, for him to. That's a good to yeah, pass, we bounced you know? that around. We, we'll, we'll get into it. Anyways, um, uh, before we wrap again, uh, we good? Anybody got anything? Um, I'm good to go, good. baby. So for myself, DP, AJ, Markey, and our special guest, and we hope to have you back again soon, Mr. Andrew Harvey. That is the show for tonight. We will see you guys next week. Take care. We love you. Good night. Night night. Night night. Love you, Mom. The movie council is adjourned.